0: A Disney icon since 1959, this ride may have started as a pile of dirt, but is now a beloved Disney classic. Introducing the world to e-ticket attractions, this is an adventure through ice, steel, and a vicious yeti. This week on Slice of Disney, Matterhorn. (laughs) Slice of Disney, an awesome Disney theme park podcast. I am your host, Kelly Washington, Disney-obsessed enthusiast and real-life Tinkerbell.
1: And um, I'm her friend, Will, uh, who has podcast equipment and is sometimes a person from Frozen.
0: Yay! All the characters combined. Today you're Olaf. Am I? No, today you're like you're off and kind of grumpy. Yeah, I feel grumpy today. <laughs> well, now you can't be grumpy because we're talking about something that shaped the face of Disney. <laughs> I currently have my own Yeti with me. Uh, her name is Boots. She comes in the form of a 25-pound terrier mutt. And she is being very vocal right now, so please forgive me.
1: <laughs> She's cute.
0: From my side of the mic. We'll
1: put pictures of her up on the uh, <laughs> Instagram.
0: Yes, this one. Does she have her own ears?
1: Do they make dog ears? Um, If not, why not? She has
0: a birthday hat, and then she has these ears that Disney came out with. These, like, miniature classic Disney ears mm-hmm. that I can, I've put on her before.
1: Okay, all right.
0: They were originally mine, obviously. Well, for sure. So hopefully my little Yeti uh, tries to stay a little quiet during this. Because we have some important matters to discuss. Matter horns. Boo. <laughs> Did you do that on purpose? No. Okay, good. But then I thought of it and was like, I'm so funny. <laughs> <laughs> when I play Jackbox games during this quarantine, I try to make my name, I'm so funny.
1: Oh, is it, does it work? Is there enough letters? Sometimes. Oh, sometimes it's enough
0: letters. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it works like I win. <laughs>
1: gotcha. I gotcha.
0: Um, but so I'm excited to talk about Matterhorn because there's so much history with it. Mm-hmm. And not like boring school history, but cool theme park history.
1: Yeah, Matterhorn is one that, um, when we were talking about it, I was like, I don't know. I do think I've been on it, but I don't know that I have. Um, and I think part of that is because, like, while it is a very historic ride, um, and I think there is a lot of really interesting stuff about it, uh, it doesn't, it's, it may have been an e-ticket attraction at one point, but now it's like, oh, it's just part of, it's part of the park.
0: Ooh, some people are going to murder you That's for That's fine. That. I'm cool with
1: it. I... <laughs> I am very open about my casualness towards the parks. Yeah.
0: So Matterhorn is for some people of every time must do. Sure. Um, I'm very sensitive to the fact that one, if I'm feeling the pain, I know that men are feeling pain. The
1: of the ride. Of yes. Like a, yeah. Of yeah. the ride.
0: Um, the, the vehicles themselves, the bobsleds have changed over mm-hmm. the years. They've definitely done a lot of, um, refurbishments on the Matterhorn, mm-hmm. but it's still, I mean, it's old. It, it, it is so old that it is the first tubular steel roller coaster ever.
1: Yeah, that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, my brother um, is obsessed with roller coasters. He actually went to school to be an engineer and was like, "I'm gonna design roller coasters." So even as a kid, like he would be telling us these facts as we're going around theme parks, like, "Well, this is that." And, um,
1: that's cool. So and I was, uh, yeah, I, when I saw that, I was, I was telling you, I was like, I feel like Disney is not as on the cutting edge of well i mean maybe they are i don't know really what other theme products are out there like blazing the trail but for me to hear this i was like oh disneyland used to be like boom we got the like latest technology i guess that we talked about it with our soren episode two people are creating technology specifically for rides um and it's cool to see that i kind of started here
0: yeah it did and i would say roller coaster wise you know disney the imagineers like they're gonna have companies that are building these roller coasters there's only like I mean, some of them are Disney, but then I think there's like two other major two or three. If <laughs> Brian, if you're listening to this, like,
1: <laughs> don't get
0: mad if I got my roller coaster facts wrong. Um, but it did start something and it was a fun adventure that was totally different. And it was still in the Disney fashion of choosing. OK, my be right back. My Yeti needs to be quiet. <laughs> if we had ads, this is where we would put them. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed that add <laughs> Disney give me money just kidding um I'm not kidding but
1: wait oh we I will not let Disney sponsor this podcast because if they do then I won't be able to get my hot takes of Matterhorn oh. just being a ride <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is true they you never conflict insult. of interest um so the Matterhorn supposedly you know Walt Walt loved lots of things and if you ever take the walk in Walt's footsteps tour at Disneyland mm-hmm. your tour guide is going to tell you things like Walt loved shrubbery. Walt loved terrains. Walt also loved the Swiss Alps because why not? Sure. Um, so Walt apparently loved the Swiss Alps and you know came back with his family and was like I'm gonna make I'm gonna bring the Matterhorn back here. So it's actually true to scale of a one to one hundred scale of the actual Matterhorn,
1: that's pretty crazy. Like, I mean, I, it, it, for me, like I was saying, like I do, you recognize it as you're walking around, and I think that was one thing that, um, you know, I want to talk about too is that the line itself to get on is not very exciting, right? Ugh. It's pretty pretty dull.
0: Yeah, I mean, again, it's an older attraction, so the ride honestly sucks. Or just, the line, there's
1: like we just gotta get people on. It's like it's it yeah. just
0: weaves. And the whole time you're listening to this music, they're like, oh, I don't know if I'm enjoying this. <laughs>
1: but it is cool because as you're approaching the Matterhorn, you really do feel like there's like a mountain right there. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what's kind of cool has the about water
0: it. coming down, um, you know, the way that they make the snow. There's actually so many cool... I feel like facts and the how much detail goes into this kind of ride. One thing that I love about this ride that you kind of miss because it's not one of the ones that it's, you know, it's not like Gar- Guardians of the Galaxy where they're like shoving just content down your throat as mm-hmm. you're walking through. Mm-hmm. This one is still just a classic, but there's so there's shrubbery everywhere. There's little, you know, there's the detail to make it look like a mountain. Apparently they used 800 gallons of paint. Wow. To make that look realistic. That's wild. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. And something I'm so jealous that I never got to see was apparently they had actual mountain climbers jump yeah. around.
1: Like the, they would just go and like scale the mountain.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that would have been so much fun to see as you're on the roller coaster or even in what used to be the Sky Buckets. Because isn't that weird that... The Matterhorn used to actually have two attractions.
1: Yeah. What was the second? What was that? Like there's the, the actual coaster, right? And then the sky buckets. Is yeah. That called? would
0: kind of just like go through it.
1: It was just kind of like you would sit on a, like a, you're like a ski thing that like kind of takes you up. Yeah. Oh, and a cool. nice
0: little bucket. Yeah. I don't know totally why they got rid of it. That's that's on my list of things to figure out. But I do know they've filled lots of holes that used to go through Mm. over the years to make Matterhorn a more complete mountain. That's cool. Uh, But the Imagineers can go in and put in more details of the story of the Matterhorn. So, you know, they added the Yeti and they add skis that are broken or, you know, whatever. I'm not going
1: to lie. I got a question. What's the story of the Matterhorn? Having been on the ride, but only like once, I don't really know.
0: I don't know if there's much of like a full story Uh to the Matterhorn, and if I'm wrong, please let me know. Sure, Uh, I would love to learn the true story of the Matterhorn, but I feel like you're just going through the mountain, and you know people are.
1: You're like on an expedition.
0: Yeah, I think you're on an expedition on the Matterhorn. You happen to run into a yeti. Damn it! Watch out! You have to watch out for that yeti, and I like that they. They had it one version of the Eddie and then they like updated it so he could move. And the old one, I swear, I mean, I'm assuming it that's the one that you see in the Guardians of the Galaxy lo- line.
1: Oh, that makes it's just sense. just kind of
0: chill in there. Yeah, that's cool. And I, yeah, I don't know if there's much of a story.
1: Well, I think that's one of the things that I think is interesting about this ride is that like now the big rides that I think of the big E-ticket attractions, which I do actually want to touch on that too. Um But it's like obviously now they are – there's external things that inform the rides, right? Like Guardians of the Galaxy became a thing. Um, Like there's Superhero Land. Like there's all this stuff that like IP that then informs what the ride is going to be. Whereas this one was like Walt, I guess, just thought the Swiss Alps were cool. And so he made a ride that was like that. Um, There's a Yeti in there, sure. But, you know, there's not much more to that. Right. it, It did inspire a movie, right?
0: The attraction didn't inspire a movie, but apparently, the attraction was inspired by a movie. Oh,
1: um, so I so, so I was it's wrong. like while
0: it's like yes, while Walt was in the Swiss Alps, uh, and they were filming a movie called Third Man on the Mountain. Uh, that's when they were like, "Oh wow, this could be an attraction." And apparently, it was because there was just like this really huge pile of dirt from them making uh, Sleeping Beauty's Castle, and it was just dubbed it was dubbed Holiday Hill. And people would go on there and, like, picnic and whatnot. But my favorite little fact was apparently, like, at nighttime, it became, like, the lover's, like, hangout. <laughs> and Walt was like, no. We will not have happy couples making out.
1: Is it a ride where you sit next to somebody or you're all in a line? It's a bobsled, right? So I would assume all in a line. You're all in a line. But yeah.
0: pre- before Matterhorn was built. Sure, sure, sure.
1: I just was thinking, like, you can't make out if you're all in a line. I know. He,
0: he was that spiteful about everyone making out on his hill.
1: Uh, Third Man on the Mountain is a 1959 American family adventure film by Walt Disney Productions. uh, Set during the golden age of Alpinism, Uh, Mm. its plot concerns a young Swiss man who conquers a mountain that killed his father. So if you guys uh, are on the Matterhorn and you see a young man climbing the mountain, (laughs) be on lookout.
0: Yeah, he's trying to protect his father. Well, actually, there is a young, always young at heart man's name written while you're writing the Matterhorn. What is it? Like So when you're going down the cave and you're passing mm-hmm. all of the like, crystals and icicles and all of the beautiful things that make it a beautiful cave, you're going to see a crate with the name Frank Wells. Mm-hmm. And that is honoring... He was the chief operating officer at the Walt Disney Company. Oh, gotcha. Um, and he was a very experienced climber and skier. So that's them giving him an honorable you know. That's cool. There's a lot of like, park. there's a
1: lot of cool little details um, on the Matterhorn. I remember in some of the research that you found.
0: Yeah. So I feel like there's not as many like hidden Mickeys. Right. But there's hidden things.
1: Um, one of the things that I like that you found was uh, the <laughs> music video for Randy Newman's song, I Love LA, shows the mountain when he sings, look at that mountain.
0: <laughs> Which is the greatest thing ever. It's
1: also a very Randy Newman-esque <laughs> thing. Um <laughs> We are recording this on the day that he released a uh, like stay inside uh, video about the coronavirus.
0: Are you serious? Yeah. Oh my god! It's pretty great. Pa- Pause podcast. <laughs> I very much don't so need to see we'll this. Put
1: it. We'll put it in the show notes. That would be amazing. If I remember to do it. Yes. No um,
0: <laughs> I and mean, part of me is actually surprised that those crates. I mean, Bob Ger isn't a skier I mean maybe he is but he's not known for that mm-hmm. um but i'm surprised they don't have his name
1: so bob Gurr is
0: so bob Gurr is the imagineer who designed the matterhorn and so much of what makes disneyland disneyland he he started as like building the the ride uh vehicles mm-hmm. he, that was his expertise so he started with autopia and he was just so good and walt just kept giving him more and he's like i I know vehicles but they're like no and he just obviously tackled every task that came his way and created some of the greatest rides that disney's ever had Autopia, which some people might not like that it's fun um haunted mansion Ah, the monorail okay the submarines and the ride we're discussing right now the matterhorn
1: the king in my mind at least
0: Oh yeah, he is a Disney legend. Yeah, um, which that's a in case. Well, you didn't know. There's actually people like they're actually called Disney legends, and you oh. become. Oh,
1: a, I thought you were just coining that. No, I didn't know that. Okay. no, you
0: become a Disney legend. How
1: do you become one?
0: Disney honors you by just whenever. Yeah, I mean, I know, like, uh, so Bob Gurr became one in two thousand four um but you can okay have question like, for you yes
1: you are you can choose between one or two things oh my gosh one you can um be a disney legend but never get to go back to the parks or two you can live like a five minute drive from the parks and have a free annual pass forever Ooh. so not like you're not living in the parks because that would be like one thing obviously too much. you still have to go and you know the parking <laughs> and stuff like that but oh,
0: well, I, I would, couldn't be okay with never going back. So I think I would have to choose the latter. But mm. but at the same time, that's so hard. Also, obviously, Disney legends do get treated well, like royalty. Well, of course, but that's not the answer. It's not. That's, not. that's not the situation. I have gotten to hear some cool stories of Disney legends and how they're treated. And I'm like, oh, man.
1: We'll have to have a Disney les- legend on. yeah well, God, have can you Disney yeah.
0: Yes. I'll just be like fangirling the whole time. <laughs> um, but... You know, you have so I'm just surprised his name's not on there.
1: Well, his name is in the mountain, right? Yeah, but it's and not. We like, know this because.
0: Oh yes. Oh, uh, so if you haven't watched the Imagineering story on Disney Plus, after you're done with this, go watch it. it One
1: is, that's you got to be a very small percentage of you <laughs> that would find this podcast, but not have yet. Found yeah, that's the that's story. true. But it is, still,
0: it is so good and. It is such a beautiful way to tell Disney stories. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not too like, look at us, we're Disney. It's true and honest and you see, you know, some of the hardships that they've had. Um, I mean. Right. Not that, not all of them. They, they don't
1: shy away from those details. Yes. Which is the thing. Like it could just be a Disney, Disney-fied version of their story, but they're like, no, this is, you know. Yeah. we, didn't, we the cement wasn't (laughs) or pavement wasn't was too hot
0: and they show this moment with bob Gurr, who you you see him walk up to the matterhorn and like if your eyes don't well up then you have eyeballs of steel um and he goes in and the whole rumor that we're going to address right now of the basketball court you know it's always been said and i mean i'm sure before i saw that episode i had in my head of what i believed this basketball court looked like it is not what I saw in my head, but there is an action. you know, someone apparently got bored and put it up there and mm-hmm. it's always been there. So you see him, you know, shoot a basket and then, um, it shows names of a bunch of cast members who've worked there. They've signed the inside of the Matterhorn. And so they asked Bob, they're like, Hey, did you, have you ever signed it? And he's like, no. And I think I should. And he signs it. It's so sweet.
1: It is very sweet. And I think actually one of the things I liked too was they asked him like why you haven't signed it. And he's like, well, the cast members signed it. And I'm not a cast member. And I'm like, yeah, but
0: you designed he's, this thing. I'm not a cast member. I'm a Disney legend.
1: <laughs> that is not how he delivered it. It was no. very humble and sweet.
0: It literally, it's like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. This old man is just the most adorable, precious man. Like he was so cute. Um, and I, I, you see how much love goes into these rides is in watching that and specifically how much love went into Matterhorn. So much so that the next time after watching the Imagineer, Imagineering story, I had to like rush to Matterhorn when I went the next time. Um, and it's not usually one of my rush to rides. Right. Sure. I would say it's more like a. if you haven't been on it and I'm with new people, great. Let's do it. If it's someone else's favorite, great. Let's do it. It doesn't have too long of a line, great. Let's sure. do it. Sure. Because and the line is part of it. It just goes back and forth, and back and forth, and that's it's very small. Um, queue. Yeah, the queue. Yeah, yeah. It's very it's small. So, oh,
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, tell me what the like. Let's tell the audience if they haven't been on it, what's the ride like? What can they expect on this ride?
0: You expect a roller coaster, but nothing crazy. No you, loops. No loops. No, you go up and then you come back down. It's a pretty straightforward roller coaster. Gets a little speed, nothing too much.
1: There's a splash zone at the end. Yes. Yeah. You're not
0: really you're not going to get wet, but it's, you know, to slow it down. Sure. It's it's there for That's there to slow it down. Well, it's two different things. It's there for the look of it of the Matterhorn. And then yeah, I mean
1: I didn't think about that, but I mean, that makes sense. I just yeah. never thought about that that could be used to uh, to decrease the speed of the aerosol. Yeah, I
0: mean, obviously, there's more going on. It's not just dependent on the water. <laughs> yeah, it's a dry day. <laughs> or scrub. In LA. Just keep going. <laughs> um, and I, the most the honest thing I have to say is it is so jerky. Like, it yeah. is so jerky. You're yeah, going to be tossed around. School. So brace yourself. Yeah. And enjoy it bother your friends they the seats are pretty close to each other so you can kind of like tap on your friends in front of you and bother them <laughs> that's uh what that's not that's advice i just gave that's a very
1: kelly thing to do <laughs>
0: aren't you having fun how do you yeah, bother yeah. my friends
1: <laughs> um,
0: also something you should know as you're riding the ride uh, it's only ever going to be at Disneyland. There is no hmm. Matterhorn anywhere else. It is unique to Disneyland.
1: But one of the things that I thought was cool was that yes. it was in two different areas, right?
0: Yes. It is also the only ride that is in two different... It's been in two different sections of the park, though it has never actually physically moved. Right. So and um, has resided... Is You know, people ask, like, is this technically Fantasyland? Is this in Tomorrowland? It's in kind of a strange spot. Um, and realistically it moves in between the two because the roller coaster um it i think it you know depending on how they're the rides around it and the attractions around it it's moved uh, but it was declared in fantasy land in 1972
1: and it hasn't moved since then and it has not gotcha um
0: as far as i am concerned um, as far as you're concerned. Yes. <laughs> as as but there concern. is two different tracks <laughs> yeah, on, yeah. on the ride. So there is a Tomorrowland track and a Fantasyland track. And supposedly the one on the left is faster.
1: Yeah. I don't know if I buy it.
0: Uh, I've read it from multiple sources. But again, like, I can't say that for fact since I...
1: You haven't timed it.
0: I, I did not time it. Well, we'll do that next time. When um. I sneak in next week. Just kidding. <laughs> um... <laughs>
1: I wonder. I mean, it's certainly possible that the tracks would be different speeds, but I also think that would just overly complicate things from a like uh, timing perspective. Yeah. But you know, maybe there's a benefit to it. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Did you know that um, the Yeti has a name?
1: No. What's the Yeti's name?
0: His name is Harold.
1: Huh. So it's only one Yeti.
0: Yes. Uh, There was one there from like. It was like 1978 to 2015. Uh-huh. And then for the 60th anniversary, they gave him a little bit of an upgrade, which is why I think the old one is, is the one in Guardians. Yeah. Um, and he has a girlfriend.
1: Oh, wow. I know. Where who, who?
0: She lives kind of far. She lives in Everest at the Animal Kingdom. Oh. Yeah. That's
1: cool. I mean, that's tough. How
0: do you think they communicate?
1: I don't know. Probably Zoom. But
0: <laughs> honestly, these days, it's okay if it's a long distance relationship because we're all alone. Yeah, I guess. I, to be honest, in this quarantine time, I have considered just like driving down to drive past it. And then I'm like, no, Kelly, don't, oh don't do that. <laughs> but I have considered it one to like drive and like.
1: Yeah, I do think it's uh, important to get on drive every <laughs> so often, but.
0: But yes. Um, <laughs> God, I'm such a dork. I know. Um. Not great. <laughs> Another cool thing that has like been there, but then is was gone. Um, was there used to? They used to put a star on the top of the Matterhorn, uh-huh. and they had to stop because it just it got too expensive. Apparently, what It got too expensive for Disney. Yeah, so in uh, like the sixties to seventies, they had this like big giant star that they'd put up for Christmas or during the holiday season, mm-hmm. and uh, the, yeah, they just said that like. It just costs too much money to light. Hmm.
1: That seems insane. I Disney, I, agree. I mean, I guess what's the return on the investment there, but still.
0: It's still pretty surprising. I bet it was really pretty. I haven't, I have, you know, never saw it. Um, and speaking of seeing it, okay, two things that I think are cool. Ready for it? Uh-huh. Okay. The first one is that you can see it from the 5 Freeway. That is cool. Yeah, but it isn't the tallest ride in Disneyland.
1: Right. It's the second tallest.
0: Which really surprised me because it feels taller like tower of terror now you know the former uh guardians of the galaxy doesn't feel i mean it is tall but it didn't feel as tall to me for some reason yeah um i you know i i'm probably not good at height i'm not very tall so i'm probably never judging height correctly um but then like in florida like Terror is huge so that makes sense to me i gotcha yeah apparently it's number two and I again, I like that they kept it to scale. <laughs> like, we are not going to go over. It is going to be to the hundredth. <laughs>
1: Except for when you occasionally put a star on top. Ex- that's and then, <laughs>
0: Which they do on the real Matterhorn right, right, as well. Right, right, <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense.
1: Um, okay, so a couple recurring questions here. One, uh, yeah, if you could change anything in the Matterhorn, what would you change? Oh, the track. The the track.
0: The track. The track. Of how, gotcha. bumpy it is. how bumpy it's, it is. It is. It can. And I feel like they try really hard to refurbish it and make it better and it's just like okay this time is good oh good. nope
1: I feel like I would keep it the same I would keep that the same because uh I'm more of a ride historian than you are and I think it's just like something <laughs> more of an originalist I think it's important to keep that history there the history of um, pain <laughs> yeah I mean that's what it was so that's how uh, Bob Gurr intended it um <laughs> however I do think it might be good to spice up the line a little bit
0: Oh, that's and a good one, too. Cool.
1: That'd be cool. Um, I don't really know what to do there, but maybe uh, you have uh, like Sherpas that are coming around. <laughs> that would be fun. Giving you icy pops.
0: Oh, I'd be down for that. Right? yoo big summer blowout. That's frozen. Nothing to do with the Matterhorn. <laughs> um, I will say I feel like Disney World is very good at updating their lines, even for oh, really? classic attractions. Yeah. Making them extremely interactive, um, fun for kids and adults. Um, it just, I think they do a good job.
1: I just think fun for adults. They're <laughs> like, oh, cool. Let's go stand in line. I don't really like to ride that much. But <laughs> the line is great. Um,
0: That's honestly like what Test Track has become. So another day when we did the episode about Test Track, okay. it really is like in some ways about the line. Sure. Um, I'll be really honest with you. I have something that I want to discuss and I have no way to transition into it because it's sad and morbid. Are you ready? I don't. Is that okay? Can I, should I talk? I don't know. Okay, well. You can try. I was going to say, Will doesn't know what I'm going to say. Um, So two people have died on the Matterhorn, mm. which one, I the reason I want to bring this up is because I've always been told that no one has ever died on Disney property, that they always like take them off property to be declared as deceased.
1: That's which, dark.
0: It's very dark, which is why I was like, I don't know if I should talk about this, but it's an interesting thing to me
1: um that's really sad and dark uh i'm glad that we put it in this podcast <laughs> um,
0: It i think it's something you know so
1: one more fun fact that we want to <laughs> talk about is that tinkerbell uses it as a green room yeah
0: Let's that's transition actually, to that well how okay how we transition i don't know but here we are i'm actually not even in my apartment i am in the green room i am tinkerbell <laughs> This is where I live now.
1: We've gone off the rails.
0: <laughs> so, so yeah, apparently that's... Um, if you haven't been to Disneyland and seen the fireworks show, you know, you see her and she flies, um, and it's so beautiful and magical, and uh, that's apparently her green room, is oh. up in the Matterhorn. That's where she's hanging out. Unlike Disney World, where you have to, like, climb through this, like, super narrow spot in the castle.
1: That's what she has to do? Mm-hmm. Gosh. The Tinkerbell in Florida? Yeah. yeah. Man, it's tough. It's tough being a tink.
0: Would I? Yeah, I almost was.
1: Okay, tell that story.
0: That's for a different day. No, it's not. It's for today. Is it? Yeah. Okay, I'll tell this story. Tell the story. Uh, before I moved to Los Angeles, I was like, mm, "I love Disney. Maybe I should go work there." And so I went and auditioned and uh, got hired, but then said, "I'm gonna go to Los Angeles." I always wonder if it would have been fun for like a summer or something. Yeah, I bet so. But
1: oh, that's too bad. I know. Couldn't even do one day.
0: I, <laughs> I wish should have done one. It's day a lot so of work. I'm like, sure it is because you have to. They do like princess train. They have like face character training.
1: I'm bummed that you didn't do this now.
0: If I, I actually, uh, when I can have guests, I actually could have this guest because she doesn't live here anyways. She lives in uh, Georgia. So my best friend from Georgia was a, a face character and a fur character, or as cast members say friends of said character so she would be friends of pooh bear whatever okay uh that's a good story
1: oh well I'm looking for that one we can save yes yeah
0: yes um but she's never been on the Matterhorn which is sad that's no, too bad so please go on the Matterhorn it's really fun uh i'm really curious to hear if there's anybody who has a side they prefer the left or the right mm-hmm. hand side i always i feel like go to the right hand just because i feel like that's the fast pass line nowadays okay. i don't know yeah and i again try to avoid waiting in a line <laughs>
1: i think the one on the right is the one that's allegedly faster really so You're getting less less bang for your buck mm-hmm. but you know unless you're going for speed then maybe you are
0: yeah i don't you know I'm really curious about that if that's real. But uh, but yeah.
1: Uh, if you if you end up at Disneyland again, go time the two tracks for us and let us know.
0: I will if, if we ever can go back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I hope everyone's quarantine is going well and you're staying busy and sane and keeping a little bit, bit of the Disney magic in your homes.
1: Let us know how you're doing that. Yes. Um, by reaching out to us on Instagram and Twitter.
0: Instagram and Twitter at Disney at it that's it cool
1: cool 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 sounds great (laughs) uh if there's any other rides that you really want us to cover uh we're probably gonna get through all of them but if there's you know demand let us know we'll we'll get to it
0: when we're here this time in november we probably (sighs) will have been through (laughs) just kidding (laughs) um yes please let us know because it's so fun to learn more about these rides and to talk about them uh thank you for listening to slice of disney i'm kelly washington
1: And I'm Will Lentz.
0: And we'll see you later. Bye.